What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Take today, Junior! It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Why, hello there, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Monday, January the 29th in the year of our Lord 2024. This is episode 1011-1011 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for today's birthday game. Man, have we got another great show for you today to kick off this work week. Uh, joining me in less than 20 minutes on our Spence Automotive guest line, He's our regular Monday guest. He's the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 Fox Sports. Why? It's Mark Panicelli. <laughs> you talk about a busy weekend of sports, including NFC Championship game yesterday, AFC Championship game yesterday, <laughs> UNC, his, his Tar Heels continue to dominate the ACC basketball race. NASCAR is literally less than a week away, and the Hurricanes are moving on up. So we have a lot to talk about with our friend from Vanceboro this morning here on the show. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be our first hour. Uh, today is January 29th, though. And if you're uh, a Kinston, a Kinstonian, if you are a Lenore Countyan, is that the way you say it? Or if you're from Lenore County, you remember what this date means. January 29th, exactly 21 years ago today, one of the worst tragedies in Lenore County history happened when the West Pharmaceuticals explosion happened out at the, or occurred out at the Global Trans Park. Uh, man, in our second hour, we're honored to have one of the heroes of that event join us live here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive. One of our favorite people on this whole planet, man. Former Lenore County Emergency Services Director Roger Dale will be joining us uh, right here, sitting right across from me where Stormy is sitting right now. Yeah, that's right, Stormy the cat. You're going to have to get up when Roger gets here. But, uh, man, really looking forward to talking to Roger and catching up with him. Uh, just one of a very important uh, figure in my life, too. Not just when I was with the Free Press and, you know, we covered him. And uh, he was just such a, such a good dude, man. I mean, just uh, whenever we needed him, I mean, he never said no to us when we were the Free Press. Just a very media-friendly person. And then on top of that, he is the one who hired me initially to uh, be the public information officer for Lenora County back in 2016. And I cannot believe, as I say this, it's been eight years. Uh, I took a little time off. I took about uh, eight or nine months off, uh, what, in 2022? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Linda, help me out with that. I think it was 2022. I took uh, a few months off there. But uh, I'm telling you, uh Love the man. I mean, I have no no trouble whatsoever admitting that he's a good dude. I got to watch. You talk about a hero, and, and he he's going to be mad if he hears me even say this, and I'm going to say it in front of his face too. 
<laughs> but he is a hero. I mean, he's one of those guys that, uh, yeah, he was good with the media and everything, but he always uh, put his put his other people out there and always promoted his other people and uh, just was very appreciative of them. And let me tell you something. He was just a leader that everybody loved, man. I mean, everybody. I got, uh, like I said, in the, what, three years, four years I worked for him just to watch how – uh, his uh, people that were under him just loved him because he would get out there and work with them. I mean, he wasn't one of these guys that, uh, you know, would be like, hey, uh, do as I say do, don't do as I do. I mean, man, if uh, they were putting sandbags out somewhere, guess what? Roger Dale was out there. If they were doing a water rescue somewhere, guess what? Roger Dale was on the boat with them doing it. I mean, he, just a hero. And again, really looking forward to uh, talking to him about the uh, West explosion. Again, with just one of those. Dark, dark days in Lenora County history. In one way, uh, well, it was. It was pretty dark. We lost six people. Many uh, dozens of others were injured. Some seriously. Some still dealing. A lot of, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but several of them still dealing with injuries they sustained that day on January 29, 2003. The, the positive that came out of it, though, was just how this community came together. I'd only been here three months at that point. You've heard me talk about this several times. Uh, here on the show, uh, but I had only been here three months. I got here in October of 2002, so barely, just something like three months in a week I had been here when this happened, and it was just, uh, it was tragic, but I tell you what, I loved how this community came together. I know John, Jonathan, and I have talked about this before, about how sad it is that it takes a tragedy for a community to, to really come together. Why can't we be like that all the time? And that was one of those examples of it. I mean, let me tell you something. It didn't matter if you were white, black, Hispanic, purple, green, whatever, man. I mean, this whole community came together to support those people who uh, were killed and the families that were uh, that were really damaged. And, man, uh, so many good things to say. But you know what? We're going to save that for the second hour when we have uh, our good friend Roger Dale on here just to talk about how this community came together and West – uh, pharmaceuticals who could have left and no one would have blamed them. I mean, after having an explosion, uh, had, losing six employees, like I said, dozens of others injured, some severely injured, it would have been easy for West pharmaceuticals to say, you know, what, we're getting out of here. We, you know, just bad memories, yada, yada, yada. They didn't do that. They stayed here in our community. And to this day here on January the 29th, 2024, remain one of uh, Lenore County's best employers and best businesses. So kudos to uh, West Pharmaceutical, kudos to this community. And again, uh, cannot wait, cannot wait, man. Just one of my favorite people on this planet, uh, Roger Dale, joining us in our second hour. So Mark Panicelli in our first hour, Roger Dale in our second hour. And I wanted, I need to start doing this more, letting you know who's going to be coming on later on in the week too. And we've got some great guests coming on later on this week too. Uh, and it starts tomorrow. Virginia Edmondson, you're going to be hearing me talk about her on uh, uh, as, when we do our hometown heroes here, and uh, we're going to be starting out here in just a few minutes. But uh, Virginia Edmondson from Montreat College, she's former Arundel Parrot Academy basketball star, uh, went out to uh, Arizona and played for a season there. She's now at Montreat College in the mountains of North Carolina, an NAIA school there, and is tearing it up. Her team won its seventh straight uh, game in a row over the weekend. She will be our big interview tomorrow. So excited about that. And it, But it won't be her first time on the show. Uh, she was on the show uh, several years ago when she was at Parent Academy. 
So it's going to be her second stop here on the show. So pretty excited about that. Uh, how about Wednesday's show? Uh, <laughs> I know Mike Martin's excited about this. I am too. We're going to have Mike Schilt from the uh, San Diego Padres. Uh, the manager of the San Diego Padres is going to come on right here on the Brian Hanks show. Pretty excited about that. Uh, and then uh, TGIF with IP. Oh, uh, also, I got to tell you, too, goodness gracious, how to forget this. Thursday. Thursday morning in our first hour, we're going to have uh, Antonio Pearl Hardy. He's a Kinston City Councilman. We'll, we'll get a little Kinston, Kinston, City of Kinston business in with him, but we're also going to talk uh, refereeing. He's one of the area's uh, big referees, so looking forward to having him on in our uh, first hour on Thursday's show. And like I said, TGIF with IP uh, on Friday, we've already got this week already booked out. It's just crazy, man. Probably try to slip another visitor or two in there. And then don't forget, of course, our daily, uh, guests, uh, Mark Panicelli today, like we, uh, you know, he's our Monday guest, our Tuesday guest, Richard Clark in our first hour Wednesday, uh, Kenson's Renaissance man, Michael Martin in our first hour, uh, Jason Bryant, my partner in crime, uh, Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the stars, WRNS. He will be on Thursday's show, and then, of course, on Friday's show, the man that's appeared on this show more than any other person, Paul Whittington. So, uh, man, when I tell you, booked out for the week, man. Already got a couple of bookings next week, too. It's just it's crazy. Everybody wants to be on the number one show in uh, Kenston and Lenora County. And honestly, honestly, can you blame them? I know it, it's impossible. Listen, uh, let me tell you about underdog fantasy. I played a lot over the weekend and as I try to do in the interest of full disclosure, uh, didn't do too well. Didn't do well at all. In fact, uh, what I played five different, uh, you can't call it wagers. I played five different, uh, events on, uh, for the first game yesterday. I played six in the second game of those 11. I won one. So, uh, hey, you win some, you lose some. Uh, gamble responsibly. Uh, that That is the, the word of advice here for that. But I had fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. And, man, I was telling Scott yesterday, in the uh, Scott Whittington in the second game, uh, I missed a couple by a yard, by a single yard. My day could have been completely different yesterday. So do your research, have fun. Play Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com or go to the Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, and uh, if you use the promo code HANKS, then uh, you can get matched up to $100 on Underdog Fantasy. Do it. Have fun. Let me know how you do. Uh, I think I'm gonna we're going to start a little social media campaign with it too. And uh, here's all you need to do. If you sign up for underdogfantasy.com, Show me, uh, send me a screenshot uh, that shows that you've signed up. You, my friend, that's right, you, Keith Spence, listening. You, Greg Clements, whoever's listening right now, uh, you, Mr. Dawson, you will get a free Brian Hanks Show koozie. And let me tell you something. This isn't one of those little cheap koozies that fall apart after you use it twice. This is a fancy Brian Hanks Show koozie that uh, has uh, my QR code on one side that takes you straight to the show on SoundCloud. Uh, on the other side, it's got the, the beautiful logo designed by Clay Whittington. If you do, uh, again, if you sign up for Underdog Fantasy, you send me a screenshot uh, via Facebook, Twitter. If you got my digits, you do it that way, guess what? You're getting an awesome Brian Hanks show koozie. But, uh, again, underdogfantasy.com, Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code HANKS. You get matched up to $100 on your initial 
the positive. Man, we got a lot of stuff to get you caught up on. Uh, man, I have been up literally, literally since 4.45 this morning uh, getting our, uh, getting everything ready. And this is the most complete update you will get of local sports anywhere right here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, let me tell you something. The LCC men's basketball team, they snapped a four-game losing streak on Saturday. They won at Catawba Valley Community College, 95-73. to Five players scored in double figures for the Lancers, led by Clarence Burton's 24 points. He added four rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block for good measure. The other double-digit scorers for the Lancers were Jarius Northam with 15 points, 11 assists, and three steals. How about that for a day? Ray Mitchell with 11 points, 10 rebounds, and two blocks. Uh, Deshaun Hooker had 10 points. Trey Lewis had 10 points and nine rebounds himself. LCC, uh, man, they're finally going to wrap up this long, uh, uh, road trip that they have had. They are at Sand Hills in a, uh, non region 10 game on Wednesday. Then they play at nationally ranked Davidson Davies Saturday at three, their next home game a week from tomorrow, Tuesday, February the 6th versus Fayetteville tech. Cannot wait for that planning being in attendance for that game uh man huge win for the ecu men's basketball team yesterday they were at home against temple they went in overtime 70 to 64 it was their second straight win they're now 11 and 10 overall they are four and four in the american athletic conference rj felton led ecu with 24 points and 11 rebounds bobby pettiford came off the bench to add 12 and Jaden walker had 10 the pirates are home versus south florida wednesday at seven and then they are at charlotte Saturday at 2, that game will be on ESPNU. Uh, the ECU women's basketball team are now 11-8 and eight overall. They're 4-4 four and four in the American Conference. They lost at South Florida yesterday, 54-40. to 40. For the seventh straight game, though, Danae McNeil led the Lady Parent Pirates in scoring. She had 25 points. In fact, think about that. They lost 54-40. to 40. Danae had 25 of the Pirates' 40 points in that game. She was the only ECU player in double figures scoring. She also had a team-high nine rebounds. Uh, the Pirates, the Lady Pirates, are home versus Tulsa at 6 p.m. on Thursday, and then they are at Wichita State Sunday at 3. Man, the ACC had a busy day on Saturday. Carolina down at halftime at Florida State, though, rallied in the second half, and the third-ranked Tar Heels uh, won 75-68. to they improved to 17 and 3 over 0, 9 and 0 in the ACC. And they are just, there's no other way to put it, just dominating the ACC right now. Uh, but Carolina won at Florida State. Duke survives a uh, very, very, uh, where is that score? There it is. Uh, Duke survived a, a tough uh, Clemson team, 72 to 71. In fact, hit uh, free throws uh, with practically no time left. To win that game 72 to 71. Congratulations to Scott Whittington and Harlan Neal and all our Duke uh, and uh, of course Jason Bryant. How could I forget Jason and Connor Bryant? Our uh, resident big Duke fans, they're number 12 in the country. And again, big 72 71 win against Clemson on Saturday. NC State came up a little bit short on the road at Syracuse. They lose 77 to 65. The Wolfpack now 13 and 7 overall. They're 5 and 4. In the ACC, and then how about uh, those uh, uh, God-fearing Cavahoos, uh, the University of Virginia, up forty-one to thirteen at halftime at Louisville. Yeah, Louisville's not that good, but still forty-one to thirteen at halftime. They won a nice sixty-nine to fifty-two victory uh, at the Cardinals on Saturday. Other games in the conference: uh, Boston College 
won at Notre Dame 61 to 58. Miami won at home against Pittsburgh 72 to 68. Virginia Tech blew away uh, Georgia Tech uh, 91 to 67. Those were all Saturday games. Uh, we've got one game tonight in the ACC. Number 12, Duke at Virginia Tech. Duke has always had problems at Virginia Tech. Should be a uh, pretty good game there. Uh, yes, go Blue Devils. You guys know I'm a Virginia guy. I hate the Hokies. So uh, pulling for the Blue Devils tonight. Then a big uh, slate of games tomorrow night. Uh, Carolina's at Georgia Tech. Syracuse is at Boston College. Louisville's at Clemson. And Miami is at NC State. And then even uh, a couple of games on Wednesday. Uh, Virginia's at home against Notre Dame. Wake Forest, who feels like they've been off forever, uh, they are at Pitt, and that will be Wednesday night. Uh, let me give you the standings real quick for the ACC. Uh, at the top of the ACC, obviously. Still Carolina, they are 9-0. and Two and a half games back is Duke at 6-2. and How about this? Your God-fearing Virginia Cavaliers, third in the ACC at 6-3. and They're tied with Florida State, but uh, they had the tiebreaker. They would be the number three seed in the ACC tournament right now. Uh, one of the one of the worst Virginia teams in, in a few years, and they're six and three overall, fifteen and five in the league. I really think they're going to they're, they're going to be on the precipice of being back in the AP top twenty five, but we'll see. Uh, Florida State, like I said, tied with Virginia Tech or with Virginia at six and three. Then uh, Wake Forest fifth, Syracuse sixth, Miami seventh, Virginia Tech eighth, NC State ninth, and uh, I think that pretty much takes care of all the the teams we care about here in Kinston and Lenore County. Okay, I tell you what, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, another big weekend for them. They won at home versus Arizona Saturday, three to one. That was the final game ahead of the NHL All Star Game. Uh, they will be back in action a week from tomorrow. So what is that? They're getting about uh, nine, ten days off. Good for the Hurricanes. Uh, but they are 28, 15, and 5 right now, the Hurricanes are. They're two points behind Jacques Passelegs, New York Rangers, and the Metropolitan. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference right now. So they would have uh, they would be at home in the first round of the playoffs if the playoffs started today. And I really think uh, they're going to do better uh, when the second half starts, too. Well, it's not really the second half. We're well past the second, uh, first half of the conference. Hey, let's uh, get into high school basketball here. But before we do that, let's thank our good friends over at Lenore Community College. Uh, for more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you, my friend, can change your life today. Thank you so much, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, Jeannie Kennedy, Catherine Pearson, to just everybody over at LCC that uh, that supports the Brian Hanks show that has made us help make helped make us the number one show in Kinston and Lenora County, just like how LCC is number one and everything. So is the Brian Hanks show. But thank you so much to our friends over at LCC for uh, bringing you the Brian Hanks show every day. Hey, high school basketball, uh, busy, busy Friday night, Kinston or for Kinston Friday and Saturday. Uh, it was a good day, bad day for them. A good day on uh, Friday. The boys, they won 77 to 23 at South Lenore, but Saturday they lost against undefeated Wilmington, New Hanover. 
64 to 50. But before you hear that score and you go, wow, that got blown out. Nah, not really. It was a one point game going in the fourth quarter, but, uh, Kinston could only manage three points in the four or four points. I'm sorry, four points in the uh, fourth quarter. And I uh, ended up dropping that game to undefeated Wilmington, New Hanover, who's going to be, who's a contender for the 4A state championship. Good game for Kinston there. Uh, the Kinston girls, uh, same deal. They had a good game on Friday as they uh, defeated uh, South North 47 to 39, but they lost to New Hanover 54 to 24. The girls are now 11 and 8 overall. They're 3 and 4 in league play. Kenston is 14 and 4 overall. Uh, the boys are 14 and 4 overall, 7 and 0 in the East Central 2A. It's going to be a busy week for, uh, uh, and uh, busy games at home this week for the Vikings. Two games at home, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot because of the schedule change with Southwest Onslow earlier this year. Uh, they'll be on the road on Friday, but they'll be at home Tuesday, taking on East Duplin, who is two and fourteen overall, one and six. The boys are the girls of East Duplin, though very very good. They're fifteen and two overall, six and one. That will be Tuesday night, and then the Vikings will be at Southwest Onslow on Friday. Uh, North and North's uh, girls and boys uh, identical, six and eleven, two and four records uh, in the conference. They visit Southwest Onslow on uh, Tuesday. Southwest Onslow's boys are twelve and five overall. They're five and one in the conference, and the girls uh, are sixteen and zero, six and zero. Southwest Onslow's are uh, the boys. Like I said, North and North boys will be at Southwest Onslow, and then they'll be home versus Wallace Rose Hill on Friday. South and North uh, got swept by Kinston. Uh, the boys are three and fourteen overall. They're zero and seven in the conference. The South and North girls are six and ten overall. They're two and five in league play. Uh, they are home versus Wallace Rose Hill uh, on uh, Tuesday. Uh, the Bulldogs, Wallace Rose Hill, six and nine overall, three and three. The boys are the girls are three and eleven, two and four. Uh, and then uh, South and North will be at James Keenan Friday. Arundel Parrot Academy, uh, their boys are three and fifteen. The boys have lost twelve straight games. Been a tough, tough season for them. But getting that program turned around uh, over there is our good friend Clay Harrell. Uh, the girls are, uh, well, who knows what the girls' record is. They don't update their Max Preps page. In fact, haven't updated it since last Tuesday. Do better, Parrot Academy girls. Uh, listen, uh, only three games left in the 2024 regular season for uh, the Patriots, and they're all this week. Uh, Parrot is at Wilmington Coastal Christian Tuesday. They're home versus New Bern Epiphany Thursday, and then they're home Boys only, home versus Richlands Liberty Christian on Friday. Bethel Christian Academy, you've heard us talk about them all season. They will be on the air uh, tomorrow night right here on uh, betonthebull.com at 960 a.m. The boys are 5-13. and 13, The girls are 3-10. and 10. Uh, They lost uh, at Wilson Christian on Friday. The boys did 40-36. The girls lost their fifth straight game, 57-22. And like I said, busy week for the Trojans this week. Uh, they debut on betonthebull.com at 9.60 a.m. Tuesday uh, when they play. Uh, well, actually, they play tonight uh, at Jacksonville Living Water Christian, but then they host Goldsboro Faith Christian all, right here on the radio tomorrow. Uh, the girls, uh, well, the boys will play against uh, Goldsboro Faith. They're 8-5, and five, Goldsboro Faith is, against uh, our Bethel Christian Academy boys who are 5-13. and 13. Uh, Both teams will then end uh, the week at Wilmington Christian on Friday. Green Central, uh, their boys are 8-10 and 10 overall, 3-3 three and three in the Eastern Plains 2A. Uh, the girls are 5-13 and 13 overall. They're 2-4. and four. Green Central boys won at North Pitt, 71-61 on Friday. The girls lost, though, 
Uh, actually, they played on Friday and on Saturday. They lost uh, at North Pitt 63-17 to on Friday, and then they lost versus Fayetteville 71st 62-35, to outscored 125-52 to the girls were uh, over the weekend. And a busy week for the Rams. They'll be at home versus Southwest Edge come uh, boys and girls Tuesday at West Craven Wednesday and then at Aiden Grifton Friday. Speaking of Aiden Grifton, uh, they lost at West Craven uh, on uh, Friday night, 54 to 51. No result for the girls. The uh, Aiden Grifton boys are 11 and 7 overall. They are 2 and 5 in uh, Eastern Plains 2A. Tough game for uh, the boys tomorrow uh, as the Chargers will travel to Farmville Central, who is 17 and 1 overall, 7 and 0 in league play. Uh, then they will be home versus Green Central on Friday. Jones Sr., uh, the uh, boys and girls lost on Friday at Lejeune. 69-63, the boys lost. Uh, the girls lost their seventh straight game, 48-36. Jones Sr.'s boys are now 10-9 and overall. They're 1-4 and in league play. Jones Sr.'s girls are 3-14 and overall. They're 0-5 in the Coastal. Uh, is it Coastal Plains or Coastal? I think it's just a Coastal 1A-2A. Uh, they're at home this week versus uh, uh, Greg Clemens's East Carteret boys, his alma mater at least. Uh, East Carteret is 12-7 and seven overall. They're 6-0 in league play, and the girls of East Carteret 17-2 overall, 6-0 in league play. And then Jones Senior will be uh, home versus uh, Northside Pine Town on Friday. Whew. Man, we're going long here. Let's uh, get your hometown heroes called up here, and then we will get uh, Mark Panicelli on the line with us. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans, they are uh, they had a tough weekend. They lost both their games they played over the weekend, yet they are still in first place in the Southwest Division at 26-20. and 20. Uh, They lost at home versus OKC Friday, 107-83. to 83. Brandon had 12 points, four rebounds, nine assists, and two blocks. In 34 minutes, uh, then they lost 141 to 117 at Milwaukee Saturday. Bi had 26 points, six rebounds, and an assist in 28 minutes. Uh, the Pelicans play at Boston tonight, at Reggie and the Houston Rockets Wednesday, and then at San Antonio Friday. And allegedly, we're going to find out who the All Star reserves are by coaches' votes this Thursday. So for Friday's show, we'll let you know if Brandon made the All-Star game or not. Reggie Bullock Jr. and the Houston Rockets, they returned to action after four games. And uh, Reggie returned to action after uh, being out for four games uh, with a bad back. He played in Friday's 138-104 win at Charlotte. Reggie had five points and a steal in eight minutes in the win. Uh, however, the Rockets lost 106-104 Brooklyn Saturday, and he DNPCD'd. That means he did not play a coach's decision. Uh, the Rockets are back at home for three games this week. Uh, they played tonight versus the Lakers. Uh, excuse me, four games this week. Uh, tonight versus Lakers. Wednesday versus B.I. and the Pelicans. Man, I hope he gets to play in that game. And then Friday versus Toronto. They also play Sunday at Minnesota. Uh, Damian Dunn and the fourth-ranked Houston Cougars, who are now 18-2 and two overall, 5-2. and two. The Big 12, they won at home versus Kansas State Saturday for their fourth straight win. Uh, DD came off the bench for 13 points, four rebounds, and two steals in 22 minutes. Uh, you get to watch uh, Damian tonight at Texas at 9 o'clock on ESPN. And then they're at number seven, Kansas, Saturday. That game is at 4 o'clock. That's also on ESPN. Dontrez Styles and the Georgetown Hoy is, uh, man, they lost their fourth straight and eight in the last nine. They're now 8 and 12 overall, 1 and 8 in the Big East. Trez started the game, but he was in foul trouble the entire game. He finished with four points, four rebounds, a steal, and four fouls. Only played 18 minutes, his least uh, of the season. Uh, in my opinion, that's the reason why 
Georgetown lost. Uh, they're off until Saturday when the Hoyas host uh, number 14 Marquette. That game will be at 2 o'clock on FS1. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they are really struggling. Uh, they are now 5-14 and 14 overall, 0-6 in the SEC. They lost Saturday uh, at home against number 6 Tennessee, 75-62. to 62. Wednesday, they're at number 8 Auburn on ESPN2, and then they're at home versus Missouri Saturday at 3.30. Uh, Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State, they lost at Fayetteville State on Saturday, 61-58. to 58. They're now 13-6 and six overall, 7-3 and three in the CIAA. IP started the game. He had 16 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. He played 37 of the 40 minutes. Amaji started. He had 4 points, 5 rebounds, uh, an assist, and a block shot in 24 minutes. And Jeremy came off the bench to finish with 5 points and a rebound in 18 minutes. Two home games for the uh, Rams this week as they host Johnson C. Smith Thursday at 7.30. Then they will play uh, Livingston College at home uh, Saturday at 4. Two huge games for uh, Winston-Salem State this week. Hey, it had been a while since Ashanti Lynch and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore had played, but they improved to uh, 9-10 and 10 overall, 2-2 two two in the MEAC as they won Saturday versus North Carolina Central, 78-61. Ashanti had four points, six rebounds, an assist, and a steal in 22 minutes for the Hawks. They play at home today versus South Carolina State at 5.30. Then there's Saturday there at Howard at 2 p.m. Uh, Dante Ellis and Pitt Community College, uh, they uh, won and lost this weekend. They lost at nationally ranked Davidson Davies Saturday, uh, and then won at the Shaw JVs on Sunday. Uh, on Saturday, Dante had four points and a steal in 18 minutes, and then in the Shaw win, he had eight points, three rebounds, four assists, a steal and two block shots uh, in that game. So uh, congratulations to uh, Dante and the Bulldogs of Pitt Community College. They are at Johnston Community College Thursday at 7.30, home versus Lewisburg Saturday at 3, and then at Southwest Virginia Sunday at 3. How about Virginia Evanson? Well, we've saved her uh, almost for last here. Uh, as I told you, she will be our big interview in our second hour tomorrow. She's a junior guard for Montreat College. They won their seventh straight game over the weekend. They're now 14-7 and seven overall, 11-4 and four in the NAIA's Atlantic American Conference. They won at Columbia College. The Koalas of Columbia, Columbia College on Saturday, 58-55. She had 10 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block shot in 28 minutes. That's filling up a score sheet there. Uh, Virginia, uh, Edmondson and Montreat, they are at Columbia International University Wednesday at 530 and then they're home versus Johnson University Saturday at 2 p.m. And like I said, don't forget, she will be joining us, uh, Tuesday, uh, tomorrow and our uh, second hour. So very excited about that. And then finally, another Parrot Academy uh, connection there, coach Claude Shields and William Peace University. Uh, they fell to 11, uh, eight and 11 overall three and five in the USA South, uh, when they lost to Keith Spence's Pfeiffer University in Meisenheimer on Saturday. That was 96-78. to 78. The Racers are home versus North Carolina Wesleyans Wednesday at 7, and then they are at Greensboro College Saturday at 2 o'clock. So, goodness gracious. Mark Panicelli, I have talked nonstop. I'm not even sure I've <laughs> taken a breath in 31 minutes, dude. So, I need you to talk a lot here in the second half of our first hour. Is that all right? Man. Well, I mean, I'm going to try. Um, <laughs> let me let me narrate with you know. So we're not on a TV radio show, so 
in theory. So I'm I'm listening to most of the show this morning in uh, in my mental green room. You know, like I'm listening to the show, and then you know, if you've ever, if you, I don't know if you've ever been on a talk show. So they keep you locked up in this green room, which uh, you know could be this tiny little room, and um, uh, you know, so then they come and get you. And then they're bringing you to the show, and that's a, like a weird, like time where you're sort of disconnected. And so I just wanted to tell you. So I'm listening to your show. I cut it off sometime when you were doing high school, and I'm like, he's gonna be, he's gonna be calling me soon. So I cut the show off, and I'm sitting here in the chair, and, I, and then I'm just lost in some other world. And then the phone rings. But uh, good morning and happy Monday. I hope you're and. There's a lot going on, especially with the uh, with the hometown heroes here. So, but that's what happens when you produce basketball talent at some sort of uh, weird astronomical uh, level, like they do in Lenore County. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, and you make a very good point there, man. We've got two right now as we sit here, dude. We've got two. Let me let me look at this. I want to make sure I get this right. Two players in the NBA. We've got a player on the fourth ranked team in the country, and Damian Dunn. We've got Dontres Styles, who's the second-leading scorer for Georgetown. Yeah, they're struggling a little bit this year, but he also leads them in minutes played. We've got uh, a coach of an SEC team here from uh, Lenore County and Jerry Stackhouse. We've got three players that play for uh, one of the CIAA's best teams in Winston-Salem State. We've got a, a women's player from North Lenore at Maryland Eastern Shore who's the second-leading scorer on that team. Dude, we've got players on the junior college teams, the community college. And then, dude, we've got the uh, leading scorer on the N- one of the NAI's best uh, women's teams. Who's going to be our big interview tomorrow, dude? And on top of all that, uh, William Peace University, uh, what? that's an NAI program, aren't they? That's NAI, right? William mm, Peace University? I'm, sure, sure. <laughs> yes. I, no, 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 yeah. they're actually Division Two. I'm sorry, they're NCAA oh, there Division Two. yeah. Who coaches Thank you, them? Research. Well, you remember Claude Shields, don't you, from his time down in New Bern? Well, we, do. Well, we claim him, too, because he's a uh, Parrot Academy alum. So uh, you can you can claim him a I don't little have bit. The, I don't have the music queued up, but I feel like I want to, like, just, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> um, uh, it's awesome. Uh, like I said, love, love that, and, and I love you taking the time to continue to talk about those folks that were making headlines in Lenore County and Kinston and are now making headlines, you know, all across the country. So, um, that's, I love the hometown hero segment. Well, thank you, dude. I, really I don't know how that. I can follow that, you know, cause I am <laughs> not the, ho- I'm a hometown villain. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you're the pride of Vanceboro, man. Yes. Yes. I think. I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> you are, dude. Um, I love Vanceboro. I love Vanceboro. <laughs> I do too. I I love Vanceboro too. And uh, but what a great uh, weekend of uh, football! You huh? and then ACC. I was listening to some of your stuff. You didn't mention, and I have to because we do. We have a full disclosure relationship. We don't mind telling people uh, the 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 bare honesty, even if it's it's the ugly truth, right? Even if it's like, wow, I can't believe he admitted that on the radio. Uh, but I'm here to admit to you that I did check out some ACC basketball a little bit, like just little pieces. Um, but aside from church and about five and a half to six hours of sleep, I watched 
uh, every lap of the 24 hours of Daytona this weekend before wow. the football started. So I am ready. <laughs> I've got I've got the octane in me uh, ready for the uh, motorsport calendar now. Uh, but uh, and then rolled right into the football yesterday. And so, uh, yeah, I had a great, great sports weekend. Dude, that is awesome. Well, kind of a, a muted uh, sports weekend here at the old uh, Hanks household, uh, Hanks of Whittington household, because of uh, man, the uh, the Ravens, I, dude. And I don't even want to know about my picks because I have a pretty good feeling I went zero and two over the weekend, or maybe I no, 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 no. We we both uh, uh, went one and one. Okay, one and one's uh, not so, bad. Um, but yeah, but I don't want to get lost on that. Yeah. I, I just want to pick up where you're talking about. I, I, that was the game that really, I was a little, and, and I know, you know, for your household and the, the, uh, fan support of the Ravens. So it was probably tough, uh, in that regard, but man, uh, so Paul Scott, if you're listening, Ravens nation. I know it's tough, but man, that was tough yesterday. And I got to say, what really blew my mind was, I feel like the Baltimore defense did what it was supposed to do. You hold the Chiefs to 17 points, and all you can give me is seven? Uh, I just, I don't know. And again, situational, I mean, turning the ball over right at the end zone, it was just, every time it seemed like they were right there, they would make a huge mistake. But that was the game that I think I was most just perplexed that, you know, again, the final score says it was close. And I know if I look at a couple of plays, it, it was close, but I don't know. It just, I just felt like Baltimore never really convinced me that they were in that game. And, uh, and that, that surprised me because they were the most impressive team all season long. And it was as if, and it was as if their roles were were reversed. The Chiefs look like the best team in football, hands down, yesterday. So, uh, and and I again, they haven't looked like that most of the year, Brian. But they certainly looked like it yesterday on the road against a physical and talented Baltimore Ravens team. Yeah, I'm telling you this, dude. I was I was beyond shocked because we knew the Ravens had a good defense, and I, dude, you took the words right out of my mouth that hey, the defense did everything it was supposed to do. It really did, dude. I mean, they shut out the Chiefs in the second half. Okay, I yeah. mean, only gave up 17 points. I mean, again, defense did everything they could, man. The offense is just. I mean, and Mark Andrews was back yesterday. I mean, Lamar's been playing at a really high level all season long, and Dude, the Chiefs have just, all season long, they have not impressed me with their defense. I mean, they've had some games where they gave up a lot of points. If you had told me going into that game that the Chiefs only scored 17, I would have thought, okay, oh, then the Ravens win 24 to 17, 27 to 17, something like that. Dude, just, uh, I don't, what what happened to Lamar in the in the offense yesterday, Mark? Well, I, I do think we've got to give uh, Steve Spagnuolo some credit for, his defensive schemes, I, they blitzed Lamar Jackson a lot. And I haven't seen um, – there was um, a game against Miami a couple of years ago where Miami ran zero. It was like a Thursday night game, really weird game, in which they blitzed Lamar Jackson like 70% of the game. And I think they won because of that. And, that, and Kansas City had a very similar defensive scheme, so they kept pressure on Lamar. And more importantly, his receivers couldn't get open. So 
Last year, Kansas City's defense was really young, and it came into its own at the end of the year, and it was very similar to that this year is just how well that defense has played as the season progresses. And then to go into Baltimore yesterday and to not only contain Lamar Jackson uh, the way they did, and again, I'm talking contain as in he was not a running threat, he was not necessarily a passing threat. He did throw for more yards than 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 Patrick Mahomes, and that's not a stat that many quarterbacks are going to have at the end of an afternoon. But that defense deserves some credit as as well as they played. And again, as as much as I want to go, what was up with the Ravens' offense? I guess you've got to look directly at the other side and realize Kansas City what they did against Buffalo's offense, which looks incredible. Miami's offense, which set so many records uh, this season. Just week in and week out, they have, especially these last few weeks, uh, in this march towards Super Bowl, is it 58? Yeah, yep. Super Bowl 58, yep. that, uh, that they have been the best team in football, especially on that side of the football, the defensive side, which has not been, you know, you'll take them how you get them, right? It was Flashy, uh, big offensive numbers uh, a few years ago uh, when they first made it to the Super Bowl. Um, and now they're winning it a little more balanced, making crucial plays when they need to make it offensively. And their defense just playing smothering. And by the way, gosh, I hope this is not some precursor to deja vu. Because the deja vu, if you remember, this was 2020. I don't know if you guys remember 2020. It was an election year. It was a pandemic. It was, I hope none of that followed us in 2024. But, um, but all, anyways, uh, the rematch is here. And the other part of that, the incredible comeback, man, I thought, I was like, we're going to get the Lions in the Super Bowl and just watched Brock Purdy. And again, I think I saw this stat. He's now the only quarterback. He's got two fourth quarter rallies to lead his team, uh, back to a win. Uh, he's the only quarterback to do that in these playoffs with all the criticism he's taken, uh, the 49ers with that comeback win, which, again, broke my heart because that's where my fandom was lying uh, with my team having been eliminated weeks ago. I was really rooting for this Lions uh, thing, but uh, not to be, and Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are back at it. Although, and this is what helped us yesterday. The Lions did cover, thankfully, uh, with that uh, with that late score. So, um, anyway, man, that was tough yesterday, though, for the Lions, just to watch that lead evaporate. Well, we'll dive deeper into them in a second. I'm not through with uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens yet. And, by the way, uh, foot, feet to the fire here for you. Roman numerals. It's 58. You're right. But what is Roman numerals for uh, this uh, Super Bowl, which the NFL loves to do every year? L-V-I-I-I. Look at you, dude. L, of course, being 50. V being mm-hmm. the five. And then I-I-I being... I-I-I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next year will be L-I-X. How crazy is that? L-I-X? Yeah, won't it? Uh, yeah, because you put the one in front of the minus 10. Oh, man. Now you're going to make me have to Google this. Uh, is it L-V-I-X? No, 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 no. LVIX would be, uh, no, hold on. Let me make sure I'm right on this first. Uh, 50 <laughs> in Roman people. The, yeah, no, it's never, LIX never, next year. Yeah. I was going to say never in the world, but for the first time <laughs> in, uh, at least in recent history, 
a Roman numerals debate on live radio. <laughs> I know Jason's listening right now. He's got he's probably just rolling his eyes and shaking his head back and forth, going, "Come on, Brian, you can do better than this." Hey, we are the number one Roman show in Lenore numerals. County, though. So hey, they listen. You, yeah, <laughs> they listen That's to us to debate Roman numerals. Okay, yeah, it's L I X next year. Let me see what uh uh what'd you say L. What'd you say? L V I S. Oh, yeah. I don't even yeah, think I that exists. Off. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. I was trying to come up with some, uh, some weird, weird, strange number. But again, I didn't know that Roman numerals was going to be on the test this morning. I, <laughs> I had notes, but none of them had Roman numerals on it. So. Well, there you go. Well, here's how I remember Roman numerals. <laughs> so even if you start at one, you know, one and I, I, then I, 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 and then I, I V I, I. is four. Because V is five, but the I in front of the V means take away one from the five. Okay? That's right. See? That's right. Yeah. Woo! I just got flashed by the executive producer of the uh, Brian Hanks show. That's right. I before E, <laughs> except when it's four, and then it's IV. So. <laughs> you even you just, just <laughs> glossed right over what I just said there, but uh, hey, it's all good. No, there. no, no. I, I, you know, hey. Family producer, show. <laughs> yes, yes. I was trying to, I was trying to maintain our sense of family, family and uh, and uh, uh, employment, employment, and yeah, yeah, all that. Okay, maturity, uh, maturity, yeah, okay, yeah. If they know either maturity. one of us, they know better than no, that. No, yeah. no, 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 maturity, please. Yeah. There you go. Neither one of us are going to be well in that department. So. Hey, well, before we get away from Chiefs Ravens, uh, just put a cap on the uh, Ravens season. Again, not the. I mean, if you go out and you lose, and it's a nail-biting thirty-four-thirty-three kind of game, or heck, even a thirty-four-thirty-one game like the 49ers and Lions had, that's one way. I just felt like they just went out. I'm talking about the Ravens. I felt like their season ended with a whimper yesterday. I mean, it just, you know, like when the the you've got a candle and you know the the flame goes out, just poof. You know, I I don't know. It just yeah. I was with all, I mean, again, you got to remember, I'm in a household. I watched the game with Scott yesterday, who's about the craziest Ravens fan you can be running. He was muted yesterday. I mean, he was just, you know, low key and everything. I don't know, man. It just, this, I guess we got to praise, like you said, Steve Spagnoli, we got to praise the uh, Chiefs defense, but I did not see the Ravens season ending like that. What about you? No, I, again, I'm, I, I was, I was really surprised. And then, it was obviously a money thing. I, I don't know if you watched the line move last week. Um, uh, basically, the Chiefs ended up with more points at the end of the week than they started with, um, as far as the, the the spread was concerned. Yeah, and um, and I, I think that obviously had a little bit more to do with the money uh, than the uh, than maybe what they or maybe they were completely wrong. I don't know, but what? Listen. Next week, they're going to do the NFL honor. And Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP. And there's two ways that this can go. Either Lamar Jackson can take this ceiling, which is exactly what you're talking about, the whimper of disappointment that their season ended in. And then he's going to get this individual honor. He's in, and you know how he's going to take it. He's got his contract. So the money's right. He's gotten his accolades. He's now a two-time MVP. But the one thing people will say is, 
still hasn't gotten the championship. And so he can take that and and use that as some sort of motivational fuel to be better. Or he's going to end up in a lonely room like uh, like Doc Hudson in cars. You know, we had the piston cups, and he just said they're just in, empty cups. And then what is going to be if he can't turn this around? I feel like that's what Baltimore Raven fans do to this And and it was right there. And unfortunately, for the second time, they were a number one seed that is now not going to the Super Bowl. And I think that it stinks. So there's no consolation. You know, all your friends are like, hey, you know, you know, it's in the AFC championship. There is no great feeling. You know, like people told me, like I'm still holding that grudge against the 49ers for beating the Dolphins in Super Bowl 19. And, Dude, and they're you, like, what's you, your team? You do know that was almost 40 years ago, right? I do. And I still hate the 49ers. <laughs> and, they're, because it was the Super Bowl. It's like, what you got to the Super Bowl? I'm like, yeah, but that was it. That was the last time. This is never my memory. So, again, I, look, in all seriousness, there's no way to make this feel good. There's no – you can turn and say and, and give all the attaboys and, and, and pats on the back and, and, hey, all these guys are going to send to the Pro Bowl and, 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 and get these – Oh, honors, but I don't – there is no greater trophy in team sports than winning a championship. And it's why, really, the ones we measure as the greats are the ones that continuously uh, strive to do it. And that is Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, which are going for their third championship, um, and which was just insane. I mean, this – is the best start to a professional career we've ever seen a quarterback have, and um, uh, and again, that's you know, as to to revert back to the Ravens, they can just use this as motivation. Uh, if if you know, again, that that's the positive, or it can be, well, this is it. This is remember when we were that good. I don't know. I think there's potential for the Ravens to still be good going forward. They do play in a tough division, but this is one. These are the ones you remember, the ones that got away, where you're one game away from the Super Bowl, um, and you had this great team in this great season, and it's just all for naught. So, so if you see if you see Scott or Paul out in the world today, give them a side hug or a fist bump. They need it today. There you go. I couldn't say any better. That voice is Mark Panicelli. He is the host of the drive with Mark Panicelli, uh, Monday through Friday, four o'clock on uh, 252 Fox sports radio or uh, 107.5 here in Lenora County. We're not going to talk any chiefs cause you know what? We'll save that for next week. Uh, when we're doing our official super bowl previews next week, but dude, yeah, whatever. Uh, I hate it. go ahead. I said, whatever, I hate him. We'll talk about him next week. <laughs> yes, we will. Lions 49ers, <laughs> man. And here's what, if you're a Lions fan, and there are a lot of bandwagon Lions fans, well, they were until yesterday, and I guess they've all jumped off now. But uh, but I'm friends with uh, Katie and David uh, 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 Blackburn, who live up in Detroit. 
Katie worked with me at the Free Press. She was a, our crime reporter for a couple of years at the Free Press. She was from Michigan and moved back up to Michigan uh, after she left here. So we've stayed in touch through the years. She came. Uh, she's just an amazing person, amazing person. And we stay in touch all the time. So we were messaging yesterday when it's 24 to 7 at halftime. Oh, dude, I might have done the, the ultimate jinx. I mean, I'm asking them. No, you gonna, didn't. I'm asking them if they're thinking about going no, to the didn't. Super Bowl. Mark. I'm not a good person, man. We know this, okay? I mean, it, it, and I wasn't even saying it tongue-in-cheek. I was like, man, I mean, what what is your week going to be like? And then you saw what happened. Up 24-7, to 7, and then uh, freaking 49ers going on a 24-0 run in the second half. Yeah, the Lions made it a little interesting uh, with a touchdown uh, late in the game to, like you said, hey, at least, uh, you know, help us beat the spread. But, man, I, I got to read you this Wait a message. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Hold on. You send them a text. Did you send them a text at halftime to say, are you going to the Super Bowl? Something along Is that what you're getting ready to tell me? Yeah. Something oh, my God. Okay, read the text. Read the text. Well, this, the text. so this is what David said back to Katie's <laughs> husband, what he said back to me, because I, I messaged him when the game was over, and I was like, I'm so sorry, y'all. We were pulling so hard for y'all. And he said, this is what David said, and just made it even that much worse. Said, thanks, we're Detroiters. We didn't expect to be here. We probably won't be back for another 30 years. It was a good run. Can you not just hear oh. the dep- I know, the depression oh. and the sadness in that, dude? We're Detroiters. Oh. We didn't expect to be here. And, dude, I just, I didn't even respond back to him, Mark. I just let it go. Uh, what, what, what do you say? Mark, what do you say when someone sends you that? You say, do you have Venmo or do we have their address? Can I send them something? Can yeah. we send them like, a card to lunch or something like that? Like, uh, oh, man. Yeah, don't do that. Don't you ever do that to me. Don't you ever send me no, ha- hey, you ready for the soup? Don't you ever do that. I swear to you. This is why I don't like to talk to people. And people do this to me, too. They will try to call me, like, during the game to talk to me. and. If my girlfriend's listening, she's smiling because she's like, knows I'm like almost unapproachable in certain moments of the game. It's like, I, God bless you, Brian. I know you meant well and you have such a great heart. So I'm not going to beat you up too bad, but I know you feel awful because that does feel like, man, oh no, because I know that because I felt that. I was watching that game, and I was like, oh, my God, the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. This is really going to happen. And I was happy for them. Again, in my lifetime, I only – I mean, that Matt Stafford Megatron team was okay. Yeah. I mean, they weren't great. And then the best team I ever remember was the whole Scott Mitchell, um, uh, uh, Barry Sanders. God, they had that wide receiver from Virginia to Herman Moore. Uh, just absolutely a phenomenal team, but they didn't really, you know, they had a little small window. And other than that, there's nothing. They have been, and it's like they've made movies about uh, Cleveland baseball. And, of course, you know, the Red Sox and the Cubs. Um, we've talked about these teams that have been irrelevant in sports to have their moment. And this to me was just something I, I wanted it for them. Yeah. 
And oh, I, I was buying I know, a hat, dude. I had already decided, yeah. Mark. Seriously, I was going to – I don't own any Detroit stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy me a Detroit Lions hat to wear for the for my Super Bowl party. And, and of course, now I won't even be doing that now. So You're not having a Super Bowl party now? I don't think so. I was wanting to do it for, you know, for, the, for Scott and for the Ravens and all that. And I've been – in fact, a couple of listeners to the show right now have invited me to uh, their Super Bowl parties. I think I may just – I think I may be a floater on Super Bowl Sunday, dude, and go hit a couple of parties and eat other people's food. And, you know, instead of being the guy that makes the food and spends the $300, for, you know, to put the Super Bowl party together, I think I may just mooch off other people's Super Bowl parties this year, dude. Great idea. <laughs> it is. Hey, you want me to Great come down idea. here? Is, is the girl, I'm not is, having is the girl one. I'm thinking about town? doing what you're doing. I'll, no, 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 she's not. And uh, But I'm thinking about doing what you're doing. Maybe yep. we should get together. And we should cruise as many Super Bowl parties. See how many we can fit in in the Super Bowl. Well, I know of um, two at least, and maybe even Paul's, but uh, Dr. Gary Wojcicki, who listens to the show, thank you, Doc. He has invited me several times to his, and evidently he's got a great man cave he wants to show off to me. So I'm going to hit his, and then we've got a county commissioner here in uh, town that uh, I've been to his party a couple of times. Linda and I have been to his party a couple of times, and I mean, dude, now it is the ultimate in – there's about a hundred to 120 people that go to his party. And right. uh, I mean, dude, he's got like his big uh, dude. He owns a Maserati or he owns a Ferrari. Okay. I mean, this guy, I mean, he puts on a party. Okay. Let me tell you what exactly dude. And, uh, uh, and dude, he's got probably, I don't know, five, six TVs spread out over this big garage and, uh, this other building that he has, uh, he's got a hot tub and everything. And, so I think I'm going to hit their two parties, maybe even go up and hit uh, Paul's too. So, hey, if you want me to, I'll come get you, and we'll just uh, we'll, we'll uh, Super Bowl party hop. What do you think? I like it. I like <laughs> it. Sounds like a great idea. When's the last so, time you sat in a Ferrari? Sat in a Ferrari? Sat in a Ferrari. <laughs> Eww, I was very little because um, that's all, you know, they let, they'll let kids do stuff like that. Um <laughs> apparently they want to like see if you've got some money if you go to the ferrari dealership um, yeah they run a credit check on you before you're even able to take it out for a test i know drive. i'm like what i mean like i can't win the lottery you don't know you don't know what i got going on um i am hoping uh to do one of these um sports car weekends Dude. in the near in in the in the future you know where you get to drive a porsche and a ferrari and Maybe an Aston Martin or something like that. Some of these nice supercars. I've but always, no, it's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. It's I would do that. Hey, if you do that, let me know, dude. I, you might. Paul and I might even go with you, dude. Oh yeah, they do one at Charlotte Motor Speedway. <laughs> yep. So I would uh, love to do that. Hmm. hmm, that is a good idea. That's interesting. Well, Could be good, good show material too. Well, I tell you what, preliminary and dude, way, 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 way. Let me add about eight more. Way, 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 way too early prediction here for uh, the Super Bowl. They've got uh, Vegas has uh, right now as San Francisco. Minus one. Yep, minus one, one point favorites. Uh, who do you got? I mean, like I said, uh, we're, we're a uh, two weeks out. Who do you have at this moment? And uh, dude, obviously, obviously, subject to change. Kansas City, man. Okay. How can I? How can I root again? I mean, I don't know what's gonna. That's gonna be my homework for the next. I don't know, uh, nineteen days or so. Is how can the Forty ers <laughs> convince me 
that um, that they can win this. After I've watched this deja vu over and over, I, look, the, the Chiefs just there's we see that it factor with teams. In my, you know, I don't remember. Do you? I, my first Super Bowl, if I, I think I can't remember which one was first. The first Bengals Niners one, or if it was the Eagles uh, um, Raiders, that was my the first Super Bowl I remember. What was that Super Bowl sixteen, seventeen, something like that? Something so, like that. Yeah. God, I'm old. Um, I don't, which one do you remember first? Uh, anyways, I, I'll let you think about it. the reason why I brought it up is because during all of these times. We've watched these, these, you know, these little dynasties or these runs, whatever you want to call them, where, and we just came off of the best one. Well, I say best as in measurably the best, but the worst if you didn't really like that team. The Patriots run of whatever it was, 20 some years. Well, the Chiefs have picked up right from that point, and they just are that team. Their run of getting into the Super Bowl, uh, their run. And and what's even more impressive, they're doing it in the conference that's the deepest. If Kansas City was in the NFC, I mean, they'd probably be a cakewalk to the Super Bowl every every year. And I'm, I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek because it's football and there is no easy way to anything. But in the AFC where it is the Bills and and the Ravens and the Bengals, and um, and now, hey, welcome Jim Harbaugh, which we saw a lot of him this weekend. He was at the game as well. And now we welcome him. The Dolphins were good this year. Pittsburgh seems to be good all the time. That, to me, is what's most impressive about what the Chiefs do is they keep doing it, and they do it against a stacked conference that they just by far seem to be the best team. And this is their time. And I don't know how the 49ers can convince me that they can disrupt the flow of, of destiny. So that's what I see right now. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mark Panicelli, you were asking the earliest one, dude. It had to have been when Pittsburgh was so good back in 75, 76 in that neck of the woods when they won back-to-back. I think it. I vaguely remember that. But listen, dude, we are two minutes into our second hour, dude. Thank you, Thank you. so much for joining us here this morning. Happy Monday as I'm stealing your saying there, and we'll talk to you on the home and home on your show on Wednesday. Absolutely, sir. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. That's Mark Panicelli. Coming up next, uh, one of our favorite people on this entire planet, Roger Dale from uh, former Lenore County Emergency Service Director on the Brian Hanks Show.